Welcome to Commission Impossible. I'm Scott Fish, and with me is Ryan McDowell. I didn't say as always. What am I doing? It doesn't matter. You're always here. Everybody knows that. <laughs> We've become known for our commission over the years. <laughs> that make you laugh. Um, we become, yeah. Sorry, man. This is the good. This is great. I'm leaving it all in. <laughs> they know. They know who we are and what yeah. we do. They, they've yeah. been here before. Yep, commissioning for years, start a podcast together, episodes are evergreen, let's do them all. We go over lots of stuff, now onto the show. That's that's the most professional start we've ever had. Um, I, I guess where I was going to start today was saying uh, Sleeper is introducing 22 new, uh, new things for uh, commissioners this year. And four of them are specifically for SFB. And I, I don't know, we're a commissioner show and lots of people like to commission leagues on sleeper and i felt i'd mentioned the four or five they actually are doing five for sfb but one is you know on the way um but four of the four announced are let's see what we we got overnight draft clock pause which you know is a much needed thing for your slow drafts then we have points per first down broken out by position which is cool um then they have what are the other two that they added for sfb ryan there's um commissioner invite only meaning like that link that when you join a sleeper league that link isn't just there for everybody to use and send all their friends you know the commissioner can control who's invited to the league um and then there was one more but uh Uh, duplicate league settings was that it yes that was it ryan that was the last one duplicate league settings meaning you you got several leagues you want to create um all the same you can just duplicate the settings from another league uh it's pretty awesome that one that one scares me a little for <laughs> for you know people people could uh it's good for some things but also it could be bad for uh bad for some things but uh it, it was much needed um but uh that's uh it's just really cool and i thought we'd mention for people that you know sleepers got some updates um because you're commissioners and you listen uh I'll start with the first question here from Corey from Parts Unknown, apparently. Do you guys allow leftover fab at the end of the season to be rolled over to the next season? What are some of the pitfalls that you could see in doing this? Would this be unfair to playoff teams since they may still use up their fab in the playoffs? Um, Ryan, I have a lot of experience with this. I've, I've used this a lot. I don't use it anymore. And the biggest pitfall... I consistently found with it was the super good teams don't need to use fab on players. So they'd save it up and they were able to pounce on the absolute best player on free agency. And then the bad teams couldn't get them and the best teams just got better. Um, What's, what's your experience with this? My experience is almost the exact same as yours. Uh, I, I used to do this in my leagues, carried over that, that blind bidding budget. Um, I think there were a couple of pitfalls with it. Um, first of all, the one you mentioned that, that some teams ended up just with a huge stockpile of, of fab money, and whether that was because the reason you mentioned that their team was so good, they didn't necessarily have to um, try to get the, you know, the third or fourth or fifth option every week. They could just wait. Uh, or honestly, there were a few who just were not, quite as active um so it's benefiting the, inactive owners too 
Exactly. Exactly. So you're, you're not active for most of the year, but, or, or most of the, maybe even a, a multiple year period. And, and then when there is that one big prize on the waiver wire, you, that's the, the team and the manager that, uh, that ended up getting him, which didn't seem all that fair either. Uh, the other issue from a commission standpoint it, is it was not necessarily easy to track and to carry over. You know, of course, when you're starting a new league year and everybody starts with a hundred dollars or a thousand or 200 or whatever your number is, um, obviously that's a lot easier than, mm-hmm. uh, each team having uh, a different starting point as a result of, of carrying over. So, uh, to my knowledge, MFL is the only site that has a button that automatically does it for you. I don't think any of the others do. Someone's probably going to correct me if I'm wrong, but both those things that you mentioned, and also the really good teams can often trade poor assets for more fab dollars. And once again, pounce when they need to, they're able to save up. Um, I, I honestly, I honestly am having trouble thinking of ways that it benefits the league. (laughs) Um, It's kind it's a fun wrinkle, but what, what it does is it, as you mentioned, helps inactive owners and helps the really good teams. And it, it it really doesn't really doesn't help parity. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Ultimately um, I didn't, I didn't see enough benefit in it to, to continue it. It's, it's one of those rules that was uh, part of the, um, the beginning, the early going of, of the dynasty leagues that I ran and I ended up uh, removing that as an option. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's not a lot of benefits, but it's, it's a fun wrinkle if you want to do it, but there's not, not really a lot of benefits to, to that setup. Um, it seems cool. It seems cool that you can save money, but uh, outside of like a pig situation where you're saving it for auctions and you're, you know, adding amounts of money that are, you know, based on how well you did the year before. And it's like auctions. No, if you're just doing fab for fab waivers, no, there's very little good with it. Um, anyway, you want to go to the next one, Ryan? Yep. Next one comes from Jamie. Jamie says, I commissioned Dynasty League with contracts and salaries. If a player in our league is cut, uh, they generate dead money versus the cap. Once or twice a year, a team will trade a player, get nothing back uh, to get more cap space and a roster spot. I have no problem with these types of trades. Uh, Recently, two teams executed a trade where one team got a player, the other team got nothing. The uh, manager receiving the player immediately cut the player. So the receiving team generated dead money and got nothing for it. The other team opened a roster spot and created cap space by moving a player off the roster. How would you handle this? Hmm. Uh, that, that one is a tricky one. Obviously the one team uh, had a big benefit of um, having the, the open roster spot and, uh, freeing up some cap space by moving this player. I question the motivation of, of the other team. They, they take, they take on that player. And, and typically when you would see deals like that, we see deals like that sometimes in my, my kitchen sink leagues where you're just trying to get out of a contract of a player. Uh, typically you would, uh, you know, you would see that that player at least have some short-term value, but, 
to see the player dropped and and really get nothing out of it doesn't make any sense. So yeah, dropping the player is the weird part. <laughs> right. It feels like either there's some collusion there, or you've got one manager that doesn't know exactly what they're doing. Uh, either one of those is uh, uh, not a good situation for the for the good of the league. Yeah, tra- yeah, trading away a player or or you know taking out all that cup, cap money for basically no reason to just cut the player that there's something a little weird there. I, I I'm with you that it either seems like there's something fishy or just an owner that doesn't understand what they just did. Yeah. I, I think I don't, I don't I see think, a third option really like, yeah. No, no, I don't either. I, I think that's probably one I would, I would at least, you know, reach out to the specific manager who, who dropped the player and gained nothing out of the trade. Um, Make sure he understands the league rules of, you know, sometimes in, in these types of leagues, uh, style cap contract, uh, you do end up with a player that's a manager that's new to the format that doesn't, doesn't exactly understand what, you know, what maybe they just did. So uh, definitely reach out to, to them and maybe ultimately reverse that trade. Yeah. That's, that's where I stand too. Uh, thank you to, uh, Jamie. I believe that was Jamie also from parts unknown. What is going on people? Tell, tell us where you're from. It's been too long. We don't know where you're from. That's it's part of the point of SFB this year, right? To, oh, to exactly. get, get the community together and figure out where people are from and stuff. Um, all right. Uh, this one is from John. Hi. I don't know if John speaks so excitedly like that. I saw the exclamation point. I'm there's, like, yeah, there's an exclamation mark there. <laughs> I've stumbled across your newsletter online and about playing fantasy football with, with relegation leagues. And I have a question. Wait, so this guy found our newsletter and found the podcast. Kind of like hearing that. That's, yes. that's, that's good to hear. Um, uh, yeah, we had a newsletter about, you know, basics of relegation links, how to set them up. It's just very, very broad, basic strokes of, you know, if you don't know what one is, like how to, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and I have a question I could hope you could answer as I'm not finding any clear information. How do you actually begin to set up a relegation league? Um, for example, I'm the commissioner of fantasy league using the standard NFL fantasy app as our fantasy football platform. And we have 20 teams in the league. I know that's a lot. Yes, it is, but that's cool. Lots. Of, we we do not league league shame. We love all leagues. It was well, maybe not all leagues. It was created to initially see if there was an interest for it among the group, and now I'm receiving messages from others saying that they want to get in on it. The only issue is that I believe that 20 teams is the max number of teams that can be in one league using the NFL Fantasy Football app. That's fine. That's fine because that's that you're going to find out when I explain it. Correct me if I'm wrong. So no matter if I set up two or more divisions in the app, I can only have 20 teams playing. So what platforms are better for setting up larger leagues with sub multiple sub leagues, league A, league B, et cetera. How would you set up it as a commissioner to manage it and adjust the teams in each sub uh, league each year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How do you organize it? Basically uh, kind regards, John, we got a kind regards in there. Um, so, I don't know that I've ever played in a relegation league on one site. I've seen it done on MFL before, but I, I always create multiple leagues. Um, how about you, Ryan? 
you create two think, two leagues on NFL.com. And uh, yeah, you, that's that's the way I would go about it. I don't think yep. I've actually played in uh, a relegation league, and I know I have not commissioned one. So oh man, uh, this this is mostly uh, in your ballpark here. Yeah, I got at least fifteen plus years of playing in relegation leagues. I haven't in a few years, not since I killed off the king of the hill leagues, but. Been playing in them since the mid two thousands, the mid aughts. Is that what we call them? The mid aughts, Ryan. I think that's right. Sounds yeah, good to me. I think that's when I first got into a, a relegation league. I, I I actually think they called it uh, like I didn't commission those leagues, but uh, I commissioned some after very shortly after because I loved it. They called them ladder leagues, I believe, um, which right. also makes sense. Yeah. Um, but no, the way we've the way I've always done it and always played in ones that do it that are commissioned by others is you set up multiple leagues. Um, you know, there, it's it's 2022. There are many ways you can, you know, keep everybody involved and connected when you got you know two leagues going on. But there's there's basically in your example, you're basically dealing with like a major league and a minor league or a premier league and a whatever is below the premier league. <laughs> you're basically just dealing with two different leagues. Um, and then when you do the relegation, um, you're dropping, you know, a couple owners from the 20 teamer and you're adding and you're adding in the, the top teams from the lower division. And those uh, teams that leave the 20 teamer have to go down to the, the other, other league. I assume you're doing redraft. Uh, people have, have really worked hard to try to make dynasty relegation leagues. They're, there's a lot of issues. There's multiple copy things you have to deal with. Um, it's, it is really, you can do it. It's just, it's just really tricky and takes a really dedicated owner and dedicated commission. Uh, but the short answer is you do two different sites. You don't, you don't make two divisions on the same site unless they're really small. You just do two different, you know, two different leagues basically. Uh, Cause that's what they are. They're two different leagues. Any yeah. more to add on that, Ryan? No, no, that's not, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, he asked about other platforms. I know you, you mentioned using MFL. Like you said, though, you can really use any platform because you are creating multiple leagues. Yeah. Um, MFL that, would allow you to do it on the same page, I suppose, but. Right, right. Yeah. You know, maybe you want to look at a, at a free option if you're creating two or three different leagues. Um, I'm I've never actually played on on NFL.com, uh, so mm. I, I can't speak to that either. I I like that I play. I don't have any on there right now. I last time I played on NFL.com was about four years ago, maybe five. I don't know, but I I've, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I play on about five different hosts. You know, I like to I like to know some of the ins and outs of each, and uh, you know, like I don't I don't I don't get this. You know, I don't have the problems with with sites. You know, like you figure out where things are and maybe some aren't your preference, but you just, you just figure it out and you can play. It's they're They're all fine to me. <laughs> you know, some can do things that others can't. That's just the way it works. Um, your, your turn. This is another Jamie one. I wonder if it's the same Jamie from above. Um, I think it is the same. I think it's the same question. It's literally the same question. All right. So let's, let's, (laughs) let's have you read the next one. (laughs) Let's skip ahead a little bit. Let's do Um, that. This one comes from Steve. Steve says, uh, thanks for letting me play in SFB 11 last year. That was a blast. 
want to share something that I've used to set the draft order in many of the leagues that I run. Uh, so this is going back to several shows ago. We talked about uh, ways to uh, determine draft order, basically, uh, and some pretty creative and fun ways. We were, if I remember correctly, Scott, we were terrible at coming up with creative ideas, but we had some great uh, emails and tweets that gave us some yep. suggestions. So that was, yep, exactly. that was good. Maybe... Uh, maybe Steve has another one here. I kind of need this <laughs> one right now because we're going to have all these live SFB drafts around the country and we're going to do the draft orders at them. So, oh man, let's, let's I wish it. I could attend every single one of those. That would be, all right. a, well, be a blast. You will be at my uh, home league draft in August because uh, yes, you're, right. you're taking over that team. So yes, just, just <sighs> quick, quick drive up to Minnesota. I'm quick drive. Thinking about yep. it. I'm going to be there. All right. All right. Steve says uh, it's a little complicated, but when has that ever stopped anyone in fantasy football? Very true. This system is also a lot more fun. Uh, more importantly, it's random and observable. So managers can follow along from around the country. Basically, I use horse races, a given track on a given day to generate the draft order. You pick the race day and the track. Uh, you take a list of managers, put them in alphabetical order. You assign each manager to each race, depending on where they stand in the alphabetized list. For example, Hank Aaron would be the first on the list. He'd be assigned to the winning horse in race one. Fourth, you track the results from each race. At the end of the day, you put the list of winning horses in alphabetical order. Each manager gets the draft slot based on where they stand in the alphabetized list of the winning horses. Uh, again, it's random on multiple levels, observable from anywhere in the country. What's more, the draft order can change throughout the day as the results from each race come in. As an added bonus, you can also play sideways on the horses that are actually running. <laughs> <laughs> he says, and they're off all the best. Steve uh, from... Yeah. Parts yeah, unknown still. Another one. Come on, Steve. Pe people uh, hate us now. Uh, the, you know, I've heard people do the Kentucky Derby thing many times. This is yeah. this is that on on like speed or whatever. Like this is the extreme version where you're doing a ton of races. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, pretty fun. Definitely creative and uh, and like Steve says, a little a little involved. But uh, if you've got a definitely, if you have a group of uh, horse race fans that would that would just be a, an added layer so and fun a full, for sure. full day to pay attention to it because it's uh it, it sounds like a full day event and yeah based on how he has it set up the draft order would change with basically every race probably or most of the races right. would change the order so yeah. that is that is interesting um yeah i mean i i like it it, it does seem like a, a full day like to really appreciate it i feel like you have to pay attention the full day, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I mean, being here in Kentucky, I'm thinking, you know, you go to Churchill Downs, you get all your buddies. If you're in a, a home league close to, uh, yeah. close to a racetrack, that would be even more fun. You, you get yeah. everybody there in person doing that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I do like going to the racetrack. It's, it's enjoyable. I went to the racetrack with my kids a couple weeks ago. We saw the, the, the bulldog races along with the horse races. Um, and nice. my kids made sure I did not lose money horse racing. They, I think, <laughs> I think like I put $2 on a horse for each kid in every race. And I think one of their horses won every race except for one, which That's awesome. was, I think we, I think we watched six, seven, seven races. So they, they had six winners out of seven races. 
between their, you know, between their 14 picks because they each picked a horse each race. So, but yeah, winning, that was pretty good. That was pretty fun to have one of them win almost every single race. Fun day with the kids. Uh, yeah, good suggestion there, Steve. That's uh, maybe there's someone out there, uh, maybe in Ryan's area, the country especially, that would that would take take up that that idea. We got we got a couple minutes left here, Ryan. What do you think? One more? Yeah, let's get one more in. All right, gentlemen. Thanks you. Thanks for all you do for the commission community. There's another exclamation point. So I, I <laughs> added something to it. Better do it. Yep, through a superflex mock draft or a scott fish mock draft sf mock draft super flex i'm mm. just kidding i became acquired with the qb extreme drafting strategy or qbx that being to draft five or more qbs and then to quote a name in the super flex community I'm not gonna call that i'm not gonna call that name because I, I don't really like to say that so um he tried he tries to get a lot of value from trades um from trading those quarterbacks. Uh, while I can assure at worst, it will be a limited issue in any league I commission going to limit QBs to four per roster in 10 team and five in 12 team. I want to ask you both your thoughts on QBX and commission advice for those considering QB roster limits. That's really the question we're getting to here. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks Monty in Austin, Texas, Ryan, how do you feel about drafting a ton of quarterbacks in a dynasty startup or I guess redraft startup, but this is normally more common in a dynasty startup, a super flex dynasty startup. And uh, how do you feel about quarterback positional limits in, you know, in super flex leagues? Well, I think, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty obvious that quarterbacks are the most valuable assets in super flex dynasty leagues. So uh, the idea of having, as many of those as possible sounds like a good thing to me. Um, I, I do think if if you're loading up on quarterbacks with the assumption that you'll be able to name your price and trade those players at any time, that definitely uh, could be faulty. Uh, you know that that could come back to hurt you. Um, mm. But at the worst, you've got some you've got some really strong quarterback depth. So. I don't, uh, based on what I know of it, I don't mind the QBX strategy at all. It's, I wouldn't say it's one I've used, but it's, I'm, I'm probably close because I do, I do like to build around the quarterback position and, and like I said, get as many of those uh, valuable assets as I can. As far as limiting um, the the number of quarterbacks you can roster, I mean, I, personally, I hate that idea. I always hate I, I like to, limits. yeah, I like to let. Uh, the the managers in my league build their teams how they see fit, and if they mm-hmm. want ten quarterbacks and one running back, you know, good good for them. Let let's see how that works for them. Maybe it'll <laughs> pay off. Maybe they'll get some trade value. Maybe they'll have that that depth if uh, if somebody gets injured. But again, it, it's not always going to work well. If it did, everybody would do it. Yeah, I I think. I've seen it work most of the time. It doesn't work, but I've seen it work. But like you just, you know, play the way you enjoy. I'm, I'm fine with it. I do not like positional limits. The, I think the only time I ever throw positional limits in stuff are like 
32 teamers, you know, where you're like, yeah. okay, everybody's going to get one quarterback because there's only, right. you know, and it's going to be a team quarterback because there's, there's only, you know, 32 options here. Um, otherwise I just, yeah, I, I'm with you on all of that. You know, it, do what you do. I'm not a guy that does that strategy. I think it hurts the rest of my team too much. I don't know that I can pull off the, the, the trades later as much as it sounds cool to try. And I don't like positional limits. I think we answered all of that for Monty on both of our ends, Ryan. I hope so. <sighs> I hope so. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you, we, you, I have SFB coming up. You have a vacation coming up. There's a slight chance, you know, this, this, this podcast will drop, you know, end of June, like, uh, June 21st or 28th. It's June 21st today, actually. So it'll drop either today or next, uh, it'll drop the 28th. This will drop June 28th. So hi, June 28th. I'm talking to the future now. Um, so we might not have a podcast for two or three weeks after this one, just, uh, just cause I don't know where we're going to find time, Ryan. Yeah. Things are, uh, things are getting busy for sure. When it comes to SFB, um, which, which we love to see. That's, that's exciting where I'm ready for it. Well, I'm yes. not really ready for it, but I'm nope. uh, I'm <laughs> not, not even remotely. <laughs> nope. But uh, excited, excited for it for sure. There you go. Exclamation point at the end of that. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, guys and girls, whoever's listening, thanks for listening. That's another episode of Commission Impossible. Make sure to give us a five-star review on whatever you listen to our podcast on. Tell your friends, tell your lead mates, tell your commissioners. Go to you know, commishpod.com and check out our newsletter, check out old episodes, check out stuff there. Follow me on Twitter, Scottfish24. Follow Ryan on Twitter, RyanMC23. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.